welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, total topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. Uh, so... This episode, later on, we're going to be talking about this independent film that's on limited release, more or less. As opposed to the movie that a lot of people watched over the past weekend, that, that has like an A-plus on the cinema score, mm-hmm. and it has like a 92% on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomato, and a lot of people really like it. If you know a white person, they definitely saw this movie over the weekend. <laughs> well, if you, if you, oh, you mean, oh, you mean Midway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we are, uh, let's, let's quickly do a non-spoiler reaction to Ford v. Ferrari. Which kind of reminds me of Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. It's a really good movie. Um, I think the, the 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 strong suit of this movie is the racing scenes. Mm-hmm. I, it's the Fast and Furious movies build themselves as racing movies, but mm-hmm. I never feel the urge to like speed when I when I watch oh, really? Fast I... and Furious. Ford versus Ferrari, though that movie, like I wanted to race, mm-hmm. I wanted to speed, and that's the sign of a good racing movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this movie a lot too. It's very good. It's very solid. It's a throwback. It's an old school Hollywood movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have uh, big movie stars. You know what I mean? You have a big ensemble cast. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's one of those. And the cast is filled with like a lot of character actors. You know what I mean? And the just the themes are like very icon, uh, very Americanic. Americanic is that's the word. You know yes. what I mean? It, it's just a it's a throwback. It's it's a movie you imagine that would that be made like in the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. Oh, totally, like totally. Old, old Hollywood movie and stuff like that. It has a lot of white people and stuff like that. Yeah, you know a lot of mean? white people. Yeah. A lot of white people. And then it, 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 they even do that thing where the other drivers. It's for it's a racing movie and stuff. The other drivers they look like villains. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look like angry, <laughs> angry dudes, like henchmen. And Plus, stuff like they're that. French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> French, Europeans, Italians, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's a good, good, solid piece of work. It's it's really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, like you said, historically wise, it is based on history. Uh, liberties are taken and whatnot. <laughs> also, also kind of ignored the real backstory right. of of Carl Shelby because the guy kind of the guy's kind of like an a hole in real life. But but oh. but besides those kind of stuff, uh, fantastic performance by Matt Damon, excellent performance by Christian Bale, uh, and shout out to Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts who it's plays fantastic, Ford. Yeah. He's always great in his movies, and and yeah. For and sure. by the way, just a side note. Speaking of like uh, spoilers or whatever, uh, when I first saw the trailer a few months ago, I thought, oh, you know what? Let me look up, look up, look up Ken Miles. I like to get a little background before mm-hmm. this movie. Is don't do that. Don't look up the Wikipedia yeah. entries. No, for not not for any of these people. None, None of these people. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Not a good, not a good idea. Yeah, like like you said, it's classic Hollywood history yeah. where you kind of brush off the bad parts of history yeah. and just like shine on the good parts of history. Yeah. And this is not really a spoiler, but in the movie, it's in the trailer. In the movie, uh, they 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 have a uh, they're like brothers, you know, but they fight a lot and mm-hmm. they also work together and stuff. Like that. I'm talking about Shelby and um, Ken Miles, but I just saw this uh, ABC report about a, guy, a mechanic that actually worked with both of them that was actually there. They said, oh, yeah, they got along great. They're just like, they're, yeah. they're real close friends. They're real friendly <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. To be fair, this is based on a book right. that has embellished some stuff. Not, sure. not that, that, so, yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's, just, it's the same thing I yeah. always say for these biopic kind of true story things. Don't go in there expecting, you know, facts and all that stuff. You know, if you're really interested in this afterward, look up the Wikipedia, yeah. read the book. But just go there for the, Watch the, for the good times. Watch the documentaries. Yeah, yeah go, there, go there for the good times. Yeah, because, I mean, even though it's based on history, a lot of the plot points feel almost cliché. They feel kind of tropey, right? Yeah. The villains are villains. You yeah. know, it's very broad, mm-hmm. but racing scenes are fantastic. It's good. It's racing really scenes good. are fantastic. It's really shot, shot really well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ford v Ferrari. Thumbs uh, up. Definitely check it out. Definitely thumbs up. All right. On this two hundred and sixty third episode of the show, we are going to be talking about Disney Plus. It came out last week. 
well, one week has passed by. Mm-hmm. Things are to be said, so we're going to talk about that along with some cord cutting stuff as well. Um, we're going also going to talk about uh, Black Friday is coming up pretty soon. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the the best tech gifts under fifty bucks. There's this article that I that was sent to me to be talked about, so I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about that. And uh, what else is going on? And we'll be doing a review on Jojo Rabbit. So if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, watch Jojo Rabbit and come back for our review. Uh, we will have a non-spoiler section and then the spoiler section. But yeah. All right. On with the show. Disney Plus finally came out last week. Uh, as of this recording, it's been exactly one week since it came out. And uh, thoughts? I really enjoyed this app. I enjoy it a lot and stuff like that. I've done a little bit of exploring Especially early on, you know, I, I rewatched a, a couple of classic, uh, what do you call it, uh, Simpsons episodes. I rewatched just the intro part of Darkwing Ducks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it is one of those things where people talk about this a lot, but it's, it is a nostalgic uh, kick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like when I kick on uh, Darkwing Duck and I saw a little bit of gar- Gargoyles. I don't know if you're a Gargoyles mm-hmm. fan. Oh, I'm, I'm a huge Gargoyles fan. I know, yeah. seriously. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like a 14, 15-year-old kid again, you know what I mean? It's just, you know what I mean? It's just, it's it's magical, you know what I mean? I, I think if you're under 50 years old, this is like a perfect app for you. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I, I don't think, I don't think people in their 20s, in the 80s, yeah. were really watching Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. So it really is geared more for people under 50. Yeah. I'll say, which is, in our and if you have kids, or in my case, in my case, uh, you're living with your nephew. I'm going like I'm I'm showing him like a full frame Roger Rabbit. Like hey, I, I nudge him. Hey, it, look, yeah. look, look, it's look, look, it's show you flight of the navigator. Yeah, I might that's do that. Not, that's a good one. Yeah, but I'm like Roger Rabbit. Like hey, look, it's live action and it's animation. It's Disney and Warner Brothers working together. Hey, uh, it's a big, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so good times. What are your thoughts? Uh, same thing with you. Um, I like it for the Disney nostalgia stuff. I like the fact that that we do have a catalog of all this Disney stuff, even though it's not. They're not all there. Yeah. Uh, short of like contractual obligations from certain movies. I mean, Endgame is on there, but Infinity War is not. Mm-hmm. In fact, Infinity War isn't even going to come out till like summer of end of summer of next year, right? What was it June two thousand and twenty or something like that? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's a really long time. Yeah. But but I mean, I have it personally, so it doesn't really matter. But but yeah. but, but when is that? It is good. However, just like any of the other streaming apps there, like CBS All Access or HBO Now or Netflix, uh, you go to this for the original programming. Oh, okay. Right. And that, that's that's my point of view. Okay. The back catalog is great, but HBO has back catalog and they're great too. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, this isn't a special case. This is a special case in terms of like, if you have kids, this is perfect for you. It's a, They're all PG-13 and below, nothing above PG-13. Right. So you can literally toss this to your kids as a babysitter mm-hmm. and you should be okay. Right. Right. Um, so for me, it's about the originals, right? And some of the originals, the thing I, I would like to point out, of course, The Mandalorian. Everybody's talking about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, we I did see Lady in the Trap and I thought it was okay. It was oh, you fine. saw it? You it was saw the whole fine. thing? It's very much okay. like made for home video kind of movie. Sure. Okay. Um, and then and then did you and see then, Noel? I haven't seen Noel yet. I saw the first five. I minutes. wanted to it's wait till December. Oh, okay. Because I want my Christmas stuff to be in December. It is. To be fair, it is ninety <laughs> degrees outside. It, we we live in LA. I, I get what you say. Yeah, so I'm gonna wait for that. I saw five minutes of the Jeff Goldblum thing. I have not seen. It's that. fine. It's okay. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, it's Jeff Goldblum me Jeff Goldblum. Right, and the the Pixar shorts that they have, yes. the one the one that was that's, that's exclusive here. I think the only exclusive one is Float. Mm-hmm. Float happens to also be the very first Pixar short that features and is made by a Filipino American. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a huge achievement. My part, very good, like, very like, very good short. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was texting Albert like, hey, why didn't you just put this in front of Toy Story Four and stuff like that? 
It's yeah. great. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, like if you, if you think about it, like all these other cultures got their big screen debut. Oh, you right. know, you all got right. you got the Chinese and right. Bao. Okay. Poly- we get one short, okay? Just one short. Po- Polynesians have lava. Right. Right. Like Take it easy. All the, right. The birds have like the birds. They're getting to you. They're getting to you. Man. Even they, the they got- even the moon people got their right. own short in, right. in the, showing the big screen with right. Luna. All I mean, come right. I on, now. Right. come on now. Did you see the the I uh, my nephew saw the little three minute short with. Uh, Forky. Did you see that one? I That's saw the good. first one. Yeah. That's pretty good. Forky apparently is really popular with kids. Yeah. I, I only really recently noticed that. But, oh, but really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I like Forky as a character. It's good. You know, trash. That's, that's a kid. There's going to be a kid. There's going to be a, That's serious, right? Like every week they're going to drop another three minutes. Apparently so. Thing. Okay. Uh, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of dropping things off, how do you feel about the fact that they're releasing the new episode at midnight? Like, like Mandalorian's on a Friday at midnight, which is essentially Thursday night for us. Yeah. And I'm like, I have work in the morning. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to stay up just for watching the TV I show. would be okay with it if they used Los Angeles as the clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's, if or, it's, or East Coast time, no, sorry, you, East Coast, can, you can, can watch it at 9 p.m. I, on the, in yeah, the I apologize. That's what I mean. Yeah, if they use the East Coast clock, that's fine. Hey. Yeah, Thursday night, sure thing. Thursday night, 9 o'clock. That's good. <laughs> the last thing I watch before I go to bed. But yeah, uh, F you. Yeah, yeah it, it's kind of weird because I'm like, I, now I have to avoid spoilers for yeah. Friday before I get a chance to get to watch it. Right. Like, come on now. Yeah, I just going back to what you said earlier. My whole thing is not actually original programming. You okay. know what I mean? Because uh, the original programming to me won't kick in until the Marvel the, stuff. Yeah, that, yeah that's Marvel like stuff. almost a year from now. I, I was very curious about The Mandalorian because I thought just not, not even so much the story, but just like the production value. I just want to see how much money they were going to throw into Lots uh, of Star- money. Yeah. I mean, on a scale of one to Game of Thrones, I would give The Mandalorian a nine as far as production value. It's not quite Game of Thrones. You but know how much it is, right? Like 15 to fifteen to 20? It's more like 12. It's more like 12 million for, per 30, episode. for 30 minutes episode. There's just a staggering amount. That's true. Because Game of Thrones yeah. is like 15 million for an hour episode. Right. And this is a half hour show. Yeah. And, I thought, <laughs> and I thought the production, especially the, some of the CG stuff looks really good. But some of it still looks a little bit TV-ish. Some of the set designs and stuff like that. I mean, the Yoda baby. Oh, wait. Can we spoil that? Um, according to Disney, we are now allowed to spoil that. So, yeah. yeah the Yoda, Yoda baby. <laughs> the Yoda baby, the animatronics, the close-ups looks fantastic. looks great. But there's a couple of shots in the second episode where he looks like he was just literally picking up a doll. And stuff it's, like a that. Puppet. it's a puppet. Yeah, but that, that, that one shot of him picking him up, it looks like a doll. You know oh, it's I mean? amazing. Though. I know. But still, <laughs> it's so anyway. Cute. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. On a scale of one to Game of Thrones, I give this a nine. I, that was, cur- you know, what I mean. So that's why I feel about the uh, the original content. I'm mostly there for the back catalog, okay. especially the Simpsons episode. I've gone yeah. back and watched those classic Simpsons. Episodes. It's just amazing stuff. Speaking of back catalog, I yeah. recommend people finally check out the new Ducktales if you haven't been yes, watching that's, it. That's on my list. Watching new Ducktales. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't have all the episodes yet. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're doing like a three to six month gap after mm-hmm. it's aired on TV because yeah. it doesn't have all of it yet. It only has like the first season and like. A, like three fourths of the second season, for some reason. I um, have you given the Star Wars Resistance a try? I've been watching Star Wars Resistance. Yes, it's not for that first. I the thought, first season is not that great. Yeah. It's like okay at best. It gets better at the second half. Yeah, which is like it, it's kind of flashbacks to Agents of Shield, where keep watching till you get to the second half because it's good in the second half in the first for the first season. But this one, I think, watch the last episodes mm-hmm. and then the second season is actually pretty. So solid. going back to what you were saying, like hey. I'm going into a Star Wars business. Hey, this, the, the lead character's Asian dude. It's a Japanese yeah, guy. And they make him a klutz. Oh, he makes him a klutz. He's, and he's voiced by a white guy. He's half. He's half. He's <laughs> oh, half. he's half. He's okay. Half. All right. All right. All right. I, I know all these things. I'm, I'm, I'm on. He's half. He's half. So, but yeah, he's like kind of a klutz. He's like, he's like, he's like, 
He's like, oh, he's just stumbling into it and something like that. He's wishy-washy. It's not. He's not very interesting. Although, uh, shout, shout out to my friend's brother who actually works on this show. But okay, yeah. tell him to do a better job. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't work the whole show. But but the point is, the, do the, it better. The thing about okay, Star Wars TV shows. Watch Clone Wars. Watch okay. Rebels. Sure. Okay, those 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 two series definitely are a must watch. Mm-hmm. If there's a back catalog. Um, I would also go back and, and check out, of course, like you said, Gargoyles. Definitely, people should definitely check yeah. that out. Mm-hmm. And um, X Men '90s version. I saw. I've, we I'm kind of like half, half because I wasn't. I was a fan, but I wasn't as huge fan. I love the theme song. I do love the theme song though. But the thing is though is that as a purist of a comic book, I was a comic book purist back in the day. And when the X Men cartoon came out, I was like, oh. That's not how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty much the yeah. fan geek, like complaining. That's not how it goes. Like, it's who is of, this? Who is this morph guy? Like, how, what the hell? How dare you? Yeah. I, it was one. Of, it's one of my favorite uh, cartoons from back in the day. I mean, obviously the animation doesn't hold up and stuff like that. But I, I've gone back and watched a few, uh, a few clips here and there with the with the app. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, but but I would say that definitely it's worth the money. Seven bucks a month. It's oh, not yeah. a big deal at all. So yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. It's, if it's, it's for the Mandalorian. Uh, three impressions, uh, three just random things and stuff like that. Number one, it, it, it feels like the timing is right for this app. You know what I mean? Okay. Netflix has been has the app. Hulu has the app for like years, and it just feels like they uh, Disney has taken you know what what those apps have done has taken it and put it into the app. You know what I mean? It just feels like the timing is right for them to have this app. The only downside, the only thing that they don't have in the app, which I think they need, is like a continue watching section. You know what I mean? Oh, they said they were going to add that. In. They got that. That's yeah. number one. Uh, I just feel like the, the timing is right for this app. The number two. Uh, I think uh, the fact that they put like what would be considered Blu-ray or DVD extras in in the in the movies and stuff like that, I think that's a real game changer. I think that's really unique and stuff. That's just really interesting. Is it really unique? Because iTunes does that, uh, Vudu does that. You have that. to pay for the movie. Uh, m- movies anywhere does but that. But can you name a streaming service that does that? Netflix doesn't. Do oh, that. a streaming service. Yeah. Well, Netflix kind of has that, but it's very limited. Yeah, very limited. I'm saying a lot of materials on there ha- on the Disney app thing has. I think that's really interesting. I think that's. I think that's a, I think that's that's. I kind of wish he has everything from the extras in the Blu-ray yeah. though, because it doesn't have all. Doesn't have, but I would say a, a good majority. A good majority. I think, I think yeah. it's interesting. And the second thing is, I know I, I was telling Apple when I watched the uh, MCU expanding universe uh, little feature, which they took recording and clips from the recent D twenty three. I think right. Okay. I think that's a game changer as far as like uh, Disney presenting promote as a promotional thing. You know what I mean? I just it, as this m- app develops, I just see them moving away. F- from going to Comic Con, you know what I mean. I would just go for, every year. I would just have them do a D twenty three. You're yeah, assuming they, they're going to do a live stream. I just, just I think that's. I the seriously way. think they don't. I think that's the way they're going. I seriously think they. Don't. I think they're going to use this. I think they they want to be innovative. I think they're going to use this more, even as a more of a promotional thing that, for uh, for the for real the test will be Star Wars Celebration in yeah. like five months. I think they. I think I don't know if it's this year. I mean, down the line. I think that's. I think they're going to use this as a promotional thing too. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, it's, I, I, I think I think it's interesting, but it's good stuff. I, I, I enjoy that. A, a couple of other things that come from the TV shows, like uh, the whole thing with uh, if you watch the the new 4K version of uh, New Hope, uh, once again George Lucas changed the yeah. hand shot first scene, yeah. and now Greedo says Makogi yeah. before no, before before the shoot. Apparently, the story is. It's one of the things that they were kind of getting, getting ready for, like a three D restoration yes, and stuff like that. And but they never. Well, they, they have to make it four K first before the three right. D. But they never they uh, three uh, the market for three D of bombed out, so they right. never so they never put it in the theaters. But and they wanted four uh, K Star Wars on this app, right. and the only thing they had available was that. So, so and for some reason, there's a there's this version. Some weird McConkie thing. McConkie is supposed to be hot tease for I will end you. 
Oh, this okay. is the end for you, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then just which back. I guess it's like it's a way for them to go. Like oh, that's why Han shot him because he was defending himself. Yeah, that's the other thing is the way they edit. It's now it seems more and more. This one is like a tie. I guess it's a tie. They, yeah, yeah, the tie. Just like, I don't know. Um, the only other thing I think I did was that they added like blue sparks or whatever to the lightsaber sure. duel. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that. You know, oh, let's see. Let's see what else. Uh, they also have um, oh the Simpson thing. The Simpsons yeah, thing, they yeah, have a fair. problem where they, they they put the the sixteen by nine HD version of the first nineteen seasons, mm-hmm. which they're supposed to be four by three SD. Yeah, and some of the jokes get cut off because of yeah, that. the visual jokes. So okay. they are supposed to fix it by next year. Yeah, early next year. Yeah, so far. yeah. Let's see a couple other things. Okay, um, according to Disney, they already have over ten million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Ten plus, I don't think it's eleven. I think it's like ten plus million right. subscribers already. Uh, there was signing problems during lunch, but that wasn't surprising sure. for people like myself who got it. Mon- uh, Monday night as opposed to Tuesday morning mm-hmm. I had no problems I have yeah. no issues so and I still I still don't and the w- one weird issue was I wanted to look into like what the program is for Disney Plus plus Hulu plus uh, 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 ESP- ESPN2 or something like that because there's, there's, a, there's a thing for it there's a sign for that but then I wanted to read the details first but they, they want you to just buy it you know what I mean just sign up for it you know what right. I mean it's like uh, that's kind of weird yeah, there's also there are also devices that aren't supported by Disney Plus. So some, yeah. people, some people with older smartphones are going to be out of luck, and they're yeah. going to need to upgrade their, their TV or get an, an uh, like a like a streaming player like an Apple TV or a Roku or whatever. Yeah. Um, even the older Rokus are not compatible with Disney Plus, and it has a lot to do with the DRM. Mm-hmm. Like the old, they're using old DRM, and Disney's using a new DRM, so they that's an incompatibility mm-hmm. issue. Um, also, speaking of subscribe subscription, uh, people got their Disney Plus account stolen. You heard about this, right? Uh, I don't think so. Um, if this is most likely not a Disney Plus issue, because what what it is the way the way the hackers work on the online is if you have like a website that you signed up for and it got hacked, like people stole uh, emails and passwords to those emails from those website. For people who reuse those passwords and email on other sites, the dark web or hackers out there mm-hmm. will use the same information to see. I oh, wonder okay. if this will work. Right, and yeah. apparently thousands of people use the same password and email from a oh. site that was already hacked. So, so they got their account stolen. Oh. Some people will go on their Disney Plus account and they're like, "What do you mean my email doesn't work?" Because whoever hacked it changed the email, yeah. and now they have no access to the to the email. The only resort that, that 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 if you're a victim of this, the only resort is to call Disney, whatever hotline you're supposed to call, and tell them, "Hey, my account got stolen or whatever." Convince them that you are one of those people that got convinced, mm-hmm. and hopefully they can reset it so that you can reset your account. Mm-hmm. If not, you're kind of out of luck. That's when you cancel your credit card. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. So, and what's worse is that um, Disney has this bright idea of combining all their emails and accounts throughout the whole of Disney. So if you have like x at gmail.com or whatever, that will work on Disney Plus. It would work. On the Disney Store, right. it will work on any like a Disney Play app or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whoever stole that account has access to all yeah. that too, which is horrible. Yeah. Disney, sec two-factor authentication, do that, yeah. please. Ah, okay. So they also have the uh, oh, if you're wondering if you were hacked, go to haveibeenpwned.com, mm-hmm. but type in your email that you use, and it'll tell you uh, if you were hacked or not. And that, and this is just Disney Plus. This is like everything. It'll tell you like, oh yeah, that, that email has to be associated with this website that was hacked. Kind of like that. It's good to know. I'll have it on the show notes so you guys can check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have content warnings on sensitive de- depiction in yeah. films, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the older Disney things to be yeah. 
more, you know, socially aware, culturally sensitive and whatnot. There's nothing wrong with uh, Dumbo. There's nothing wrong with those crows, <laughs> with the cigars and all. That's fine. It's fine. And if you're somebody who thinks there really is nothing wrong with those, yeah. you need to be educated. <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking for Song of the South. I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, hey, I, I love some of my favorite mo- Disney movies. Yeah. I miss that classic. So, so the debate is, okay, should you still be showing the original as is? Or, yes. or, or should they... Or should they not show it? Because, you know, what if, what if a kid doesn't understand, hey, that's actually bad? I, I agree with them showing it as it is with the warning up front. The Warner Brothers, you know this. Warner Brothers mm-hmm. been doing it for years, right? At the beginning of their old cartoons and stuff right. like that. So they're just saying, hey, this is what culture was like back then. It does, doesn't make it right. But inst- but to censor it or not show it uh, is to, uh, what do you call it? Is, that would be a mistake too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, history repeats itself. So you yeah. got to show what was bad in history in the first yeah, place it, so you can learn from it. And it's up to the parents or adult figure to be in the Correct. room with the child and explain to them why these kind of stereotypes and characters are wrong. I'm, I, I'm actually upset with the fact that they didn't show, uh, uh, they, they, you know, they don't have the Michael Jackson episode of The Simpsons. You know? so oh, really? They don't have it, yeah. Oh. If you go to that season, that was actually the season premiere of season three, I think, right? And it, it skips one. It just goes to two and stuff like that. Speaking so, of episodes, uh, the X-Men cartoon, like there are chunks in season three two and three, I think, that the episode listing was done wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's it, another issue, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another issue. So they have to fix that as well. They, I mean, online, you can go look at the actual episode numbers and refer to that, but you shouldn't have to do that. Right, that's that's what I heard too. Uh, some uh, Somebody I follow on Twitter saying said the old Spider-Man cartoons are kind of like out of order or something like that, yeah. Yeah, they need to fix that. Um, Disney but, also said that... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just want to say, this is, uh, this is a work in progress, you know what I mean? This right. Is, you know, they're launching a major... Uh, no, hold on. I don't want to make excuses for a billion dollar corporation, but you know, it's 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 not, it's just the first week. It's a big it's a big undertaking. And also, you know, for the most for the people who complain too much and stuff, I was like, for, first of all, the first week you're not even paying for it. You know what I mean? The first week's free, so right. relax. After this recording, I was officially just charged. Oh, that's right. I'm <laughs> today too. All right, we're good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Disney said that they will crack down on password sharing Uh-oh. in the near future. They said not now. Albert, turn off the mic, turn off the mic, turn off the mic. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, supposedly they have some kind of system that will sure. be able to crack down on password sharing. So a lot of people will be very disappointed sometime next year, presumably if they're yeah. going to go do it anyway. I don't know. How, how do they know that I don't have a house in Los Angeles and a place of residence in Austin, Texas? How dare they? <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? Maybe it's a very long commute for me. Yeah. How, how, how did, yeah, how did they know you just have, you just, you weren't there the same day? Yeah, exactly. Coincidentally now. Yeah. How dare they? <laughs> we did the same hour too. I know. Same assumptions. Uh, so many assumptions. How dare you? Uh, uh, some reactions from the competition. Netflix partnered up with Nickelodeon. Yeah, I assume it actually isn't a reaction to Disney Plus. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, it's probably just a. You know, they're doing the latest, uh, the live action Airbender, and they've announced it since like two years ago. Yeah. So they probably that probably brought them to, to, to yeah. the idea. Like, I mean, this is something they've been planned for a long time. I don't feel yeah. like it's a coincidence that they, they announced it. You yeah, know? that's not a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. They definitely announced it at the same time. Yeah, these, yeah. these big deals, it takes months and years to kind of work out. Uh, but when they announce it, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. And of course, and also uh, going, going towards the cord cutting discussion here, uh, because there's all the streaming services now, apparently uh, piracy has gone up again. Because it's plateaued for the longest time, ever since people were comfortable with just pay for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Now, since there's so many streaming services out there, people are not going back to piracy again, to BitTorrent and whatnot. So that's happening. That's exciting stuff. Yeah. So real quick on cord cutting, uh, just because this is this is a thing. A lot of people are complaining. There's so many streaming services now. It costs more than cable. 
blah, 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 blah. Okay, so here's my suggestion for, for you people who are complaining about all these streaming services. Um, you have to look at each streaming services as if it's just another cable premium channel. No different than HBO, no different than Show, uh, Showtime, no different than Stars or Epics. Those are all premium channels that you have to pay separately for. Streaming services are just an extension of that. If you could pay for HBO and you could ignore Showtime, uh, Cinemax, or Stars or whatever, then you can ignore any of these streaming channels. Yeah. Now, if you have FOMO and you just, ah, but I need to watch The Mandalorian, subscribe for a month yeah. and then unsubscribe. That's it. That's all you, that's all you gotta do. There's, it's really not that hard. Just, nobody's putting nobody's putting gun into your head. You don't have to yeah. sign up for anything. And unlike uh, cable contracts, whether you're signed up for like a year or two years, whatever, Hulu, you can unsubscribe anytime. Uh, Disney, unless you pay for the one year, you, you can you can uh, disconnect. You can turn off. Uh, what do you call it? Just like that. My plan for just I used to pay for HBO Go through Hulu, uh, and I canceled after uh, what do you call it. Uh, Game yeah, of Thrones, yeah. But yeah, once uh, this season of uh, what got Watchmen is, is is done, I'm gonna sign up for one month, binge watch a lot of uh, Watchmen, Barry, whatever, and then turn off again. Yeah. Turn off. Yeah. This will. I know for a lot of people, this is still foreign for them. Cord cutting and whatnot, streaming services. In the future, I bet you this will be a normal thing. People will subscribe and unsubscribe mm-hmm. willy willy nilly, and that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. If you're trying to replace cable live TV. That's a whole different subject matter because then you have to consider YouTube TV, Hulu Live TV, Sling TV, and all that stuff. Um, and if you do want to do the whole Live TV thing, go to suppose.tv. It'll tell, you, you will tell it what channels you want, and it will tell you what services you should subscribe to. But my suggestion is for people who are trying to save money by going cord cutting, you're not. You're not going to save money, especially if you care about Live TV. Yeah. That's just a simple fact. You're not going to save money if you care about Live TV. Yeah. If all you care about is just an internet bill, Plus Netflix or plus Disney Plus, then you're golden. That'll be cheaper than cable TV. Yeah. But but if you want more than that, then you're definitely paying more. Yeah. My question is actually to you, since you got Disney Plus, because you sign up for more apps and streamers than most people. Yeah. Has it made a difference in how you evaluate? Are you going to continue with uh, CBS All Access and D- uh, Disney whatever? Uh, no, whatever the DC app is, whatever it's called. DC Universe. I would love them to merge it with HBO now. HBO Max, I'm sorry, HBO Max. But as of right now, you still continue month to month and stuff like that? Well, I pay an annual fee. Uh, annual oh, okay, so you pay for it. Right, what so. about uh, CBS Hall Access? CBS Hall Access, uh, my wife watches CBS stuff, so I'm keeping that for her. Because you're married to a 70-year-old white lady. Or something like that. <laughs> and <laughs> Star Trek Discovery and all that yeah, Star Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah. Picard. I, to be fair, yeah, Picard looks very exciting. I, I was just kidding. Uh, but what about the other kind of streaming services? Has it made any kind of... Are you going to eliminate Honestly, one? the only ones that I could probably eliminate is Hulu. As much as I like their, oh, yeah. as much as they have originals, they are originals that I could, I could live without. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but I do. I, oh, sorry. I, I mean, CBS also would have been the same thing too. I would just subscribe when Star Trek is on, but well, I have other reasons why it's still there, you know. But for the most part, they're all within my budget. They're all still within my budget. But did you know uh, after some of this Disney Plus stuff, they also announced uh, the next season of American Horror Story. I think it is. It's gonna or something else. It's gonna go directly to Hulu. Like the day after it premieres and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's nice. Oh, yeah. yeah FX the, is going to be a big deal for Hulu. Right. And yeah. that's what it seems like it's going. It looks like anything that's over PG-13 is like rated for R-rated. Disney, yeah. Yeah, it's going to go to Hulu. Hulu yeah. Orville is going to go to Hulu. Oh, that's that, true. You know that's what I mean? Yes, yes, and also, yes. they uh, Bob Iger, uh, people ask him about, oh, where's Dirt, uh, Deadpool, Deadpool 2? Hulu uh, as well. Yeah, it's going to go to Hulu and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's like where it's going. Most likely, I'm still going to keep them all. I'm really, I'm still yeah. probably still going to keep them all. Uh, the I think all, 
the only one that I ever really subscribed and unsubscribed was HBO, and that was because of Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. I think the biggest test would probably be maybe next year because I think it will be the HBO Max because HBO Max does seem like something that it looks like it's a must get. You know? Oh yeah, it if does you, look more adult oriented and stuff like that. Well, that and if you subscribe to HBO through HBO now, not through the cable TV, not to Apple TV, mm-hmm. not to Hulu, but through HBO now directly, you will get HBO Max for free. Yeah. It will just be part of that service, right? So my suggestion, if you're going to HBO or HBO Max, subscribe to HBO now, um, and then there we go. I don't know what the cable companies are going to say, though, because we know that cut to the cable companies' bottom line. Yeah. If people are- Cable on, companies in trouble. Yeah, they can, they're in trouble. They're yeah, in people, trouble. People mentioned, oh, does, is this a, a Netflix killer and all that stuff. I don't think, I think, I don't think it's not going to have an effect on Netflix, but I think the biggest uh, blowback is cable TV. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I can't imagine- I've, I've we talked about this before. I've been off cable TV for like years now, uh, three years now since I moved back to my house. Uh, I I I can't imagine ever going back to uh, like getting a cable service and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. Very true. Very doesn't true. change my this doesn't change my opinion of Netflix at all at all as as of right now. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, Netflix. I'm still gonna keep. I think a lot of people are finding out that even though Disney Plus is around, people are still gonna keep Netflix. That's so that's for sure. But yeah, there we go. That's a nice long discussion of uh, Disney Plus as well as some cord cutting discussions there and now let's move on to uh, a shorter segment black friday is coming along christmas is coming along you guys are going to be buying gifts right uh there's this article here from allconnect.com uh that was brought up to my attention and i want to i want to they have several articles in in this in this thing where it's like um they talk about the best tech gifts for yourself the best tech gift for gaming best tech gifts for dad for mom, for kids, you know, under under $100, smart home tech, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So this one, for this episode, for this segment, we're going to tackle the best tech gifts under 50 bucks because we're a bunch of cheap people. Right. So going through this thing, they, they talk about like similar to our previous segment, uh, the Fire Stick is on the list for mm-hmm. obvious reason. I'll also recommend the Roku. You know, they have things like the Tile Pro. What is the Tile Pro? The Tile Pro is, is support uh, your absent-minded friends with this helpful gift. Yeah, it helps you find your lost items. You, you stick on it. You stick something on it and it helps you find oh, your yeah. lost items. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's been a lot of this kind of stuff. There's a travel card I, Oh, charger. by the way, I've used oh. that for it. It doesn't, it's, because it's, it, it doesn't generate any kind of Wi-Fi signal. So it has to bounce off well, Wi-Fi signal in your house or if you lose yourself outside the house, it has to be a place with a lot of cell phone and Wi-Fi activity. It, I, okay. it's not, so it's, it's not best for, to be inside the house as opposed to outside. Yeah, exactly. it's just something for like absent-minded people who lose things inside the house. Yeah, so it was like, where's my remote, Peg? Yeah, that's what kind of yeah. um, you got the You got also the, the travel card charger. Basically, it's a, it's a phone charger that's the shape of a credit card. Oh, so it's very lightweight and stuff like that. Yeah. Small. Yeah. Okay. It's a design. This one also says the, the port, it's a Sony Bluetooth speaker. Uh, yeah, you know, Bluetooth speakers are nice cheap gifts to give to people. Uh, I use it. I use it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Although when people get smart devices, they kind of forget the they don't bother with with Bluetooth speakers. I, I use it. I use it because you know, I sometimes when I put my devices on the charger and stuff like that, and just carry the the speaker around the house. Mm-hmm. This is the Corsair HS50 stereo gaming headset. Uh, a lot of gamers, especially the PC gamers, they do like to have a headset. So it's probably best to get them something like that. And this is all under fifty bucks. So. So it's it's a good suggestions, you know. There are, there are other stuff as well. Uh, another thing about this website is allconnect.com. They're also doing the ultimate tech gift gift giveaway. If you listen to this proper uh, on time of us releasing this, you have till November twenty second to get into their big tech gift giveaway. Uh, 
Five lucky winners will receive one of the gifts featured, and one grand prize winner will receive all five gifts at one thousand dollar value. So, so to figure out how to enter for the thing, uh, there'll be a link on the website, so you can take a look at that. All right. So if you have any suggestions on cheap tech items that that people should buy for for Christmas, feel free to leave it on our comments or email us. I don't know, email us. Leave it in our comments because you know email I'm not gonna respond to that but but leave it in our comments oh, Instagram bitch. Twitter uh, Facebook the website itself yeah tech items are always a good gifts to give nowadays mm-hmm. in these modern times as of this recording it's currently 10:27 p.m. on November 19 2019 in Brooklyn New York and it's time we take a look and see what else is going on uh, Brooklyn New York the residence of a certain director Todd Phillips who directed Joker, mm-hmm. which I would also believe is set in Brooklyn or, or in Harlem. Gotham. I think it's set in Gotham. Oh, yeah, it's set in Gotham. That's wrong. It's the location, the location of shooting is set in those places. But yeah. Right, right. But Joker is now officially the first R-rated movie to cross over one That's billion well deserved. Dollars. It's a great movie. Good Lord. <laughs> it's, it boggles my mind because the story for Joker is essentially a lot of what indie movies does, mm-hmm. except doesn't star the Joker. Yeah. Because it's such a Joker... People are essentially hoodwinked to watch an indie film that happens to star the well, Joker. And people who've seen Taxi Driver and then what do you call it? and uh, Key and Comedy is being hoodwinked into watching the same movie again. Right. And also, you, there's the, there's a persistent rumor that uh, uh, what do you call it? The script for uh, the Joker started out nothing to do with the Joker. You know what I mean? Right. It was like an independent movie, independent script, and then he, uh, nobody could get it made. But then they threw, they slapped the Joker's name on it, and then that's how Warner Bros. Grew, this is the it. reason why Martin Scorsese is complaining because yeah. all it takes is just a superhero skin to a drama, and suddenly people want to see it. Mm-hmm. But if this drama didn't start a Joker, it yeah. wouldn't cross one million dollar at all. But this is uh, something that's been, uh, this is something that's been going on for a while. Like it, a lot of scripts are actually written by like uh, uh, writers who have original ideas, blah blah blah, whatever. But the thing is, what they do is they slap. Uh, like an IP on there, you know right? What I mean? It could, it, you you could be you could be uh, what do you call it? You could be writing a, a script about gangsters and stuff like that. But then they slap like a, a IP on there and it becomes like a, what do you call it? Uh, like I heard I heard the same thing happen with the A team. Like it was supposed to be like a like a thriller heist thing, but then you know at some point just threw the A team uh, name on it. You know, so what are you gonna do? Well, what you can do is make money off that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Warner Brothers is laughing all the way to make because this thing will cost them about fifty million dollars to make. Yeah. It's and the it's most making... profitable comic book movie, right. what I understand. Oh, yeah. And one of the most profitable movies, period, actually, right? Just, right, yeah. Just period, yeah. True, 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 true. Mm-hmm. So, people, if you like the kind of story that Joker has, there are a lot of independent films to watch, okay? Yeah. Take take a chance at them, okay? Yeah. Uh, speaking of a scary character like the Joker, apparently some parents bought a baby monitor and they immediately regretted it once they shared one of the images online. So, if you look at this, if Yami looks at this picture... Oh, yeah. Uh, they had, there's a there's, yeah. there's been like a night vision of their their baby. I and remember watching Paranormal Activities. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like the baby is possessed. Yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Like like they, they they got a lot of people going like uh uh my my screen flickered when I opened yeah. this pic or or they go like uh like hey is your baby possessed is your baby baptized you know you you wanna try again kind of thing so so it, it's kind of funny just take take a look at the link um. It's actually it's actually pretty funny how people reacted to it because people got it. They don't think like, oh my god, your your baby is possessed. They 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 get the joke. They get the joke of what it looks like. In fact, the, I believe the owner of this picture uh, played around with it 
There's a picture. He goes, so this has blown up a bit. So I thought I'd post a normal <laughs> photo of a baby so y'all can see how cute it is. And he photocopied. Pretty, he pretty much like cut and paste like the evil looking baby picture and to a regular picture. So. Yeah, the kid looks like Nightcrawler. In the <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, we all have fun. Yes. Uh, speaking of something else that should be scary though is 10,000 people showed up to the opening of the world's largest Starbucks, which is located in What? Chicago. Okay. Okay. 10,000 people, right? They, it's, a, it's essentially, um, what do you call that? Uh, they began lining up at 4.30 in the morning. Hmm? The, the doors didn't open till 8.55 a.m. Okay. Right? It's a 35,000 square foot store, and it reached a thousand person capacity within 20 minutes. Wait, how big is 35,000 square feet? Really? Yeah, look, look at the Starbucks. That's, that's the Starbucks? Really? And it's four, four, uh, four stories, if everyone understands. Oh, my God. It's, the, it's supposed to be one of the world's largest Starbucks. Do you see the ad? Is it in downtown Chicago? Uh, I go there once a year. I might, I might, I might I'm not going to go there. Check it out. I might not, I might, I won't go inside, but I'll, I'll take a look at, I'll take a look Apparently, at it. Apparently, it's called a Starbucks Reserve Roastery, mm-hmm. right? And there are only five other ones in Shanghai, Tokyo, Milan, New York, and Seattle, Right. And the Chicago one is uh, used to be a crate and barrel. That's oh, why, okay. That's why it's kind of big, that's right? That's so big. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, let's see. It tastes right. Yeah, it's pretty big. Look at the oh, pictures in the right. look pretty big. But they serve they serve the same shit, right? Yeah, it's it's still Starbucks. I'm yeah. assuming there's other stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's still Starbucks. I can get a lap dance somewhere. <laughs> oh, maybe something. A little something something for my troubles. Yeah, but right. but ten thousand ten thousand people. That's all right. I must be for Instagram. Like, hey, I'm in the one of the world's largest Starbucks. Yeah. Instagram. You know, uh, Chicago is the first city where I went to where I saw a two-story McDonald's. So there are there are things like that in Chicago, I guess. Okay, well, two-story McDonald's isn't that rare. Is it, it's not because that's no. the first time I saw it. So it depends on the space. Like mm-hmm. I've I've been to a story two-story McDonald's in in the Philippines actually. If I remember oh correctly. really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of achievement by an established brand, uh, celebrate Angry Birds 10 years anniversary by attacking a venting machine. Not a vending machine. A venting machine. It's essentially this big giant red box, and you essentially you punch, you shake it, and do all that stuff. And it's supposed to just like you know you can release your you can release your anger kind of thing at the machine, and then okay. they'll give you like a prize at the end. Okay. Sure, why not? Yeah, punch to continue as it says on the screen. And it, it, it's fun. I, if I see this, I will definitely like like like. Apparently, they don't allow kicking, but they will allow you to punch it and mm-hmm. and shake it and whatnot. So yeah, to release your frustration. Ten years, ten years of Angry Birds. Um, Some people argue that that Angry Birds isn't going to last any longer than it has, but I think this is going to be one of those properties that will just persevere. Like oh, Candy wait. Crush, like Candy Crush, right? like Zombie versus Pla- Plants versus Zombies. Plants versus Zombies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of gaming, a Shenmue 3 has finally arrived to continue a story that ended on a cliffhanger 18 years ago. Oh, you ago. mentioned this before. I, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is for a lot of the Sega Dreamcast owners like myself from back then. Uh, we finished Shenmue 2, ends in a cliffhanger, and we. We were disappointed to find out that Shenmue 3 is not going to get funded mm-hmm. or made. And for the longest time, we were just like resolved to go like, oh, I guess we'll just never finish the story. Well, Shenmue 3, through Kickstarter, Starter, through Sony PlayStation and whatnot, and oh, Deep Silver, and I forget who other companies, plus Kickstarter, which I, which I funded through Kickstarter as well, uh, finally got made. It took three years to get made, and we finally got it. Shenmue 3 comes out today. Right before recording, I just finished downloading. Took took an hour and a half to download the whole thing to my computer. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to play it again, or not play it again, but playing it. 
Um, I played the trial version a month ago, so I have a feel. It and based on the trial version, it's gonna feel like Shenmue. Okay. Essentially, it's gonna feel like the old game that a lot of people didn't play back in the day, which is why it never made it. Got a Shenmue three. Mm-hmm. So, so All yeah. Right. So I have a full review next week. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna have the time to play it until oh, until until I have time. You, you old man. <laughs> I'm on. an old man. You waited 80 years. I, I like to say though, in in the credits for the game, my name is on there because oh, nice. I'm one of the backers, the yeah. Kickstarter backers. Yeah. So yeah, Shenmue three. Uh, thought it was a pipe dream, but finally happened. Now all we gotta do now is wait for the sequel to Half Life, yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. never gonna come. Which is never gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's what else is going on. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually we have care. more of this show? Holy cow. <laughs> Has it been like an hour already? Good Lord. It's been 40 minutes. Uh, oh, Ming, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert 5 5 and anything whowhatworsewhy.com related. Uh, if you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. And once again, as a reminder, an easy way of showing support, mm-hmm. word of mouth. We rely on word of mouth to get this going. So do. do tell, or just Venmo me money, whatever. Or Venmo jamming or myself money. Yes. Money is always good. But yeah. but yeah, but yeah, just word of mouth. Word of mouth will help us a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, music has been provided by the Y-Axis, find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsewhy.com. For our non-spoilers impressions of the movie we're going to talk about, which is Jojo Rabbit, which is the latest movie by Taika Waititi of Thor Ragnarok fame, of Hut uh, of the Welder People, Hunt and of the of course, Waterkeeper, uh, what do you call it? And most famously, I guess most famously before Thor Ragnarok was the... Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. I also saw Boys. No, no, Eagle vs. Shark. I saw Eagle vs. Shark, yes. I just haven't seen Boys yet. That's the only one of his movies I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like a uh, very inventive director, and Jojo Rabbit continues the trend. Jojo Rabbit, thoughts? Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, what do you got? If you're a fan of Taika Waititi, it's very much in line with uh, with his uh, with his earlier work and stuff like that. And if you're not a fan, if you but if you're a fan of of uh, satire, of humor, if you, you know, this movie will make you laugh or make you cry, you know, it's, it's a good movie. It's a solid movie. It's good. Agreed. Good agreed. I, I think I gave it a solid A in my review. Mm-hmm. I think actually, as of this recording, I haven't even wrote in my my written sure. review yet because I've been lazy. But uh, I've been, I actually saw this movie almost a month ago. Yeah, and, I saw this two weeks ago. And I really, really liked it a lot. You know, it's like it's like definitely going to be in my top five of the year. When I said when I when I watched it, uh, I was even tempted to say it was the best movie of the year. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that mm-hmm. I've said that for the end of the year where I really decided that. But yeah, Jojo Rabbit, I really liked a lot. A lot of it has to do with Taika Waititi's directing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a story, a satire about Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. right? Which is which isn't something that you normally see a comedy version of, but they do exist, mm-hmm. right? And this is and you could add this to the list of comedies of well, satire in Nazi some, Germany. Uh, I've seen some YouTube videos from the cast. This is this is more of a typical thing back closer to the actual Nazi era. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, Charlie Chaplin. There's also uh, oh shoot, to have and to have not. There's, uh, there's a there are a lot of famous examples of of movies. That satirized and made fun of Hitler. You know what I mean? Right, they, but but we were very politically incorrect back in the day. I think the last movie to have some kind of like lighthearted nature about mm-hmm. it was Life is Beautiful, which came out like fifteen years ago, I think. Right. 
But but the thing is, none of these movies actually made fun of the victims. They're making fun of of, of Nazism yeah. and and the, and how seriously they take it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That yeah. But but you're right. The thing is, everything's kind of sort of like muddied. You know what I mean? And everybody 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 kind of looks through World War Two certain through a certain prism and stuff like that. And then uh, what do you got? But but yeah. But the. It's, it's a piece of satire it's just humor and stuff like that in this movie yeah yeah and also the characters are great I love, I love the characters in this movie and it's led by like two young actors and yeah. and they carry the movie really well and I yeah. gotta, gotta give them a lot of credit for that um, but yeah Jojo Rabbit really fun uh, very inventive very small very funny and also very moving yeah. it's definitely like one of those perfect movies not perfect but but very close to perfect that I've seen all year uh, definitely check out Jojo Rabbit and now let's talk about our unspoiler, unspoiler, our very uh, spoiler review of Jojo Rabbit. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! All right, Jojo Rabbit. Go. Uh- Oh, uh, the couple of th- the thing that stood out to me the most about this uh, movie is actually the, the 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 Jew character, the the lady character, and stuff like that. I forgot her name now. The lady? You mean which actress? Um, the uh, what's her name? The, the fat the, one? No, the Jewish <laughs> the Jewish kid that was in that was that was actually in hiding. Oh, oh, oh uh, well, Elsa. played by Thomasin McKenzie. Right, but what's the character's name? Elsa. Sure, why not? Seems kind. Of, Seems seems all right. Anyway, sure, why not? I'll that's see. the that's the that's the character and the characterization, the way she's written, the way she's performed. That really stood out because mm-hmm. in, typically in these kind of uh, uh, World War Two movies, when it deals with uh, the Jews and hiding and stuff like that, they're always sort of in. They're always the victim. You know what I mean? They're they're of course they're the victim. They're the victim of the circumstance. But the character, the characterization is always like, oh, they're always fearful. They're always kind of like, you know, they're always mousy and stuff like that. But this movie. Uh, flips it on his head and stuff like that. You know what I mean? She's 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 the what do you call? It? She's in complete control. She's very forthright. She's a very powerful character and stuff like that. I thought that's what really stood out about this movie. I love the characterization of, of hers. So. Yeah, apparently, it's, it's, apparently, it's really smart. apparently, her homework in watching this mo- before moving uh-huh. this doing the movie was Mean Girls. Yeah, she watched Mean Girls, and essentially, I still wasn't sure how Mean Girl ish she was. But then, like you said, I think the Mean Girl aspect of her like. Not being afraid of JoJo, yeah, it kind it kind of it, it helped, right? She yeah. was she wasn't a victim. She was like she was. Yeah, uh, the first time you see her, she she tackles. She literally attacks and t- tackles jo- JoJo. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah, and, and the commercial kind of already used the joke, but I still find it funny. Like she forces him to to recognize, hey, she's a Jew. Yeah, like 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 what am I? Says, yeah, a Jew, and she goes. Because yeah. you know, it's, it's that's the kind of humor this movie has, and the, the, the tackle is such a serious subject. Matter. Yeah, this movie uh, perfectly illustrates the difference. Uh, there's a difference between a, a victim and a victim of your circum of the circumstance. You know what I mean? She's a victim of her circumstance. You know what I mean? But that's not her character. That her circumstance is not a characterization. You know what I mean? She, she she as a person is not a victim. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? She's not a weak person. She's a very strong person. She's a very powerful person. You know what I mean? She's a victim of the circumstance because of Nazi Germany and, and whatnot. But she is still. Uh, who she is, despite despite her circumstance. I think yeah, but I like that. I, I like that 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 uh, that strength that she have does have chinks in the armor, mm-hmm. like, especially towards the end. Yeah. You know where 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 Jojo I think was like lied to her about about the boyfriend. Well, right. Yeah. Right. That was the first one where she kind of she kind of felt. Oh, she's still human. She's still multi Right. Even even like though that. even though the boyfriend at that point already is already dead. Yeah. Right. Which we didn't know until later on. Mm-hmm. Right. But and I think I think the the strongest part was when 
when the Americans uh, invaded, invaded, uh, yeah, invaded, invaded that German town, mm-hmm. and then Jojo lied to her, go, no, no, the Germans yeah. won. You know, it was like you can see the look at her face, like sh- of such sheer disappointment, yeah. like, 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 what, what's the point of me leaving? You know, it's mm-hmm. like the actress is really good, really yeah. good in her role. Mm-hmm. Very and fantastic. The, and the other part that stood out is uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. He's yes, great. Yes. He's fantastic. In this is like again, it's another, it's, it's another. You see the the character character in one way at the beginning of the movie, but then at the at the end, you you look at him in a completely different way and stuff like. That. Here's another person who, by circumstance, has to be a different person or ha- can't be who he is authentically. You know what I mean? But right. he makes the best of it. The the character I think is introduced as the reason why he's training these these kids is because he lost some battles he lost his, he lost one vision one eye but then by the end of the movie you kind of think did he lose those battles on, on purpose, purpose and yeah. stuff like that you know what I'm I mean I'm thinking he did I think he did right he because because this is what happened in in Nazi Germany back in the day you had to either follow Hitler or you die right right and he was probably put in the position where he, he didn't want to die yeah but he also kind of didn't really want to follow Hitler but right. he's kind of forced to yeah. I think I think this really does open up the whole idea that hey, these Nazi people are still human. They are they are those who went ahead and and lovingly joined the fight for for right. Hitler. But they are those who were kind of like you said, well, put in the circumstance where they're forced to. Well, they're, they're, yeah, I think there's a difference between uh, people that 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 are fanatical about uh, Nazi Germany, the, the scalpel, the one you know, you know what I mean. And then there are just sort of like day to day soldiers that. You know, people that are within the country and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like that's that's what I got out from the Sam Walker character. He was probably in the army before the rise of uh, Hitler and stuff like that, and he sort of got he was just forced to join the the Nazi part of it because yeah. of uh, Hitler. Well, so. force forces in in quotes because he obviously he had to volunteer, right? Sure. As as they were forced to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his relationship with Alfie Allen. Yeah. The, yes. The, the, gay. Yeah. Obviously gay. Right. Yeah, now, gay. now the movie doesn't point it out uh-huh. but they make it seem really obvious that they are yeah, gay obvious, yeah. really and of course obvious. in Nazi Germany gay people don't exist so yeah. so there you go well they do exist but then they get sent <laughs> just get sent away and stuff like that you know? yeah. yeah but but I like I like how they were Taika Waititi tossing like split second shots yeah of, of very gay scenes but mm-hmm. for the split second you're like wait did I just see what I what I, what I think I saw yeah, yeah. Alfie Allen was like feeds him with some cake and stuff like that right. Alfie Allen obviously I don't this sounds stereotypical but he obviously plays it uh, more effeminate uh, right. gay character and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. he's definitely the the bottom I think <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> delicate as ever God bless you yeah yeah um, let, let's talk about the uh, about the, the Hitler youth cap I yeah. thought that was pure satire. Yes, something that you will see from a Mel, Mel Gibson, from another guy, yeah, Mel, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Gibson, Mel Brooks, yeah, uh, from from a Mel Brooks movie where it's like you know it's like, hey kids, let's go burn some books and yay yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, Rebel Wilson, Wilson had the more most of the jokes in this movie. She actually she does a really good job. It's yeah, really funny. She has most of the satire, I think. Yeah, like 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 the the scene at the end where where they had the where she had the kids line up on the wall. Yeah, give who, one. Who give up? Give a bomb to them. Hey, go ahead and hug okay, that American. Okay. Yeah, you know? take this machine and go outside <laughs> there. And then she had a good throwaway joke like. The, uh, Jojo Rabbit gets hurt, right? And then she, they find, they need to find something for Jojo to do. And she says, "Well, he, he can go walk the clones." And they cut to a bunch of clone kids and stuff. Like that. Right? And that's yes. a really good joke. I think that's a really, really good. And then there's a joke where uh, people, uh, Sam Rockwell's character is asking people in the office, like, 
what 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 should we have uh what Jojo do and so and she raises her hand like she wants to be call- you can't tell if she wants to be called on when she's doing a Nazi salute and stuff right right I thought that, that that's very funny that's yeah. very good stuff. a lot of the stuff is good yeah Rebel yeah. Wilson is definitely like underrated in this movie I think yeah. but yeah she was she did a really good job does a really good job and the kid we should we should actually mention we should mention the kid yeah yes. the kid's only like 10, 11 years he's fantastic he's really good yeah. it's not easy. He, it's not easy to carry a movie, you know what I mean? Yep. And there are scenes where it's just him on screen and stuff like that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he does a fantastic, a very admirable job. The other kid, his best friend with glasses, he does a, that kid does an adorable job too yep. and stuff like that, yeah. you know? Your key is his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the kid who plays him, which I guess we should start of his name, uh, Roman Griffith Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really good. He is, I would say, the next Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob Tremblay capitalized on I'm a young actor, but I'm really good at acting. Mm-hmm. I think this kid could do the same thing if yeah. if the, if his agent does a really good job giving the right movies. Yeah, very very t- very good job. Very, very good. good. He has really good chemistry. You believe uh, him and uh, Sarah Johansson are, are mother um um what do you call mother and son some of that. You do f- you do buy him as a. a at the same time, innocent, but also a fanatical that he's been oh, brainwashed yeah. at the same time stuff like that. But he's, he's still innocently, innocently fanatical. Yeah. It's good stuff. And, really and, good. and Scarlett Johansson, I got to give her a shout out. I mean, it's easy, it's easy to make fun of Scarlett Johansson because of all her Asian roles, yeah. you know? But the thing is, though, is that she was so good in this movie, though. Really like, like uh, her, the energy she brings in this movie is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, all, and as a mother in, in, in this movie, I thought she was, like, excellent. If yeah. this is, She's, like, the ideal mom for a kid in a lot of ways. Yeah. And also, at the same time, you do buy her at her... She has very strong beliefs, you know. Right. What I mean? She she is she is uh a hundred percent against the regime. You know, what I mean, she she'll do she's you she do buy her as doing her best as a rebel. You know what I mean? As a you know what I mean? So yeah, it's good stuff. She's yeah. a good, really good, but job. she's also a good spy in the sense that she has the self awareness to know that hey, I can't act like I'm a rebel. Right. You know, she like she's very strong willed, especially how she handles stuff around Sam Rockwell and all, all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, especially how she talks to other Nazi soldiers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, it's very much like like you you believe that that hey you know how could she possibly be a spy is yeah. that kind of a thing except for the part where she hands out pamphlets and that's stuff. Kind of obvious, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well there's that yeah. so speaking of Carter Johansson I think I want to jump right to that scene mm-hmm. that scene that very heart wrenching scene yeah, where yeah. where where you don't even see her hanged but just the moment the shoes, of you yeah. seeing the shoes yeah. hanging there it's like oh my gosh they they actually did kill her yeah because for the first hour of the movie. They keep showing shots of her feet, her dancing and stuff like that. And also, they saw a, a, a hang earlier in the movie. So it's all set up earlier. And then when the moment comes, and you, you like you said, you don't see Charlie Hannah's feet. I mean, her face. You don't, You see her feet. You see the hanging and stuff like that. You put two in together. It's it's heartbreaking. It's really good. Yeah, I was really half hoping that, that the, the camera would pan up and it turns out it wasn't her. Yeah. <laughs> but but I don't think that would be as effective as they yeah. did in this movie. And I think there's a, we're debating on like how long was it since she was gone and mm-hmm. she was hanged. Yeah. I think it was several days actually. I thought so too yeah. from watching it, but looking at the Wikipedia page and thinking about it, I think it was later in the afternoon. Later in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, because that's the one that makes the most sense. Because if the whole movie was about kind of the two, uh, Jojo Rabbit and her mom not being on the same page, both keeping secrets... As a director and stuff like that, you would want them to show that confrontation between the two of them, right? The fact that they didn't means it's probably the same day. And also, story-wise, it kind of makes sense because the, the Gestapo probably found Scarlett Johansson earlier in the day. And then visit the house. And visit the house, see what else right, was going right, on. Right. And they, But they already hanged her. You know what I mean? She was already dead at that point by the time she got to the house. You know what I mean? So I No, think no, she, that makes sense. That makes sense, I mean? actually. I think that makes the most sense. And I, I like, there is, I mean, the whole, uh, let's talk about the character arc of Jojo Rabbit. You know what I mean? 
the Jews being, you know, sort of a, a abstract idea, you know, how the demons, he remember he, all the jokes about, where's your horn? You know what I mean? Right, right. And then also, not only that, obviously, because, you know, it's kind of obvious, people are going to learn that Jews are not demons and stuff like that. But the fact that the, they showed the er, the hanging earlier, and, you know what I mean, it, it didn't sink in for him. Like, why were those people hung? Like, what did those people believe, you know, versus, you know, what they fought, why were they hanging? And the fact that he sees his mom, you know, handing out like resistance stuff, part of the resistance, and then see her seeing her hang later on. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives it gives context. You know what I mean? To because uh, you know it gives context to to the, those deaths and stuff like that. Not, not only that, but speaking of context, Scarlett Johansson when there's, there was a scene earlier when they were seeing all those people hang, Scarlett Johansson was staring yeah. intently. Jojo's instinct was to look away, yeah. and then she forced him. You have to look. Yeah, because you know for him. The truth is like he never looks at the truth. He's yeah. only seeing the this fanatical uh, alternative truth, yeah. alternative news or whatever. You have from to the wake Nazis. up. You have to grow up. And yeah. Stuff like that. yeah, you have to actually through. see what's actually happening. Is what yeah. is what that scene represents, and I think that's spot on. Yeah, so spot on. Yeah, it, and uh, what the other thing that kind of struck me, I don't think a lot of people have talked about this, is like the third act when the Americans come in. It's 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 what Taika Waititi. Uh, it gets very serious and it gets very. Um, pointed uh, criticism at the United States, actually. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not... Because once... Uh, well, first of all, Sam, Walk- Sam Walker's character and a lot of the, the uh, Nazi soldiers get pushed in the corner and get shot, right? right. That's a war crime, right? And the second thing is uh, the Nazi flags that you see flying about during the, throughout the movie gets replaced by American flag get right. waved and stuff like that. Now, I don't think he's saying... Uh, Nazism and uh, um, the American flag they're, they're equal you know what I mean obviously that's that's bullshit but I think what he's trying to say is um, don't be so fanatical don't be so nationalistic you know what I mean don't follow a flag or or, or, or blindly don't don't, don't don't have blind loyalties to, to anything you know what I mean whether it's Nazism or what uh, currently is what's going on in the United States you know what I mean I think that's what he's trying to say I think that's really interesting I think that's that's a powerful message towards the end well, of the movie well I, I like how you compared the scene where they, he, they were assassinating the Nazis right yeah. uh, and, and that is a war crime yeah um, and it's and it's done by Americans and nationalism and stuff. Yeah, they were still going to kill Jojo, Jojo I, think the, I think the messaging yeah. there is that is that uh, a ruling power is still a ruling power if a bad ruling power if they're doing bad things yeah Kind of thing. If you're ruling power, you need to do good things. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's not a direct criticism, but it kind of is in the team. No, I'm saying, yeah, it, it, it's not saying he's, he's equating what the Nazis did to what Americans did and stuff. It's, it's a false equivalent. He's just saying about sort of like blind loyalty to, to, any, to any government. You know what I mean? You always have to be questioning it. You always have to be critical and stuff like that. And it's consistent with some of the stuff that I know people think Thor Ragnarok is just sort of like kind of a throwaway, kind of an adventure yeah. humor thing. But there are elements of that in Thor Ragnarok too, you know what I mean? It's a refugee movie. Yeah, a refugee six. movie. Yeah. It's an anti-colonialism movie. And yeah. one, of the, one of the best moments is with Thor and Thor's dad. Uh, uh, Thor's dad tells, uh, Odin tells Thor, hey, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Asgard is, is, is not a place, you know what I mean? It's the people, you know? Mm-hmm. You sh- that's where uh, Asgard should lie. It's with the people. And similar in a, in a way, the real this, world. This movie, yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but, but in the real world with the, with the Jews and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find their homeland or whatever. Yeah. And that's still an ongoing battle. But How's that turning out? That's, 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 <laughs> I, heard, I heard there's no controversies there. They found a place that there's no, uh, what kind of, there's no disputing over that. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, okay, so we now we got to, we, got, we definitely got to talk about Taika Waititi's character itself, the, the imaginary mm-hmm. Hitler. I thought he played it so well yes. in a very buffoonish manner, but mm-hmm. in a very, like, 
not supernatural, but very uh, not superheroic either. Mm -hmm. But there's that extra superness to his yeah. imaginary Hitler yeah. that I can see how a kid would would blindly follow this person because yeah. if this is who he thinks Hitler is, yeah, I can see why you like him. He's, he has to be somewhat charismatic, even though yeah. he's doing buffoon saying buffoonish thing. He says it with so much conviction, and stuff like yeah. that. You know, and he the way that he plays up to Jojo Rabbit's fear. You know what I mean? His insecurity. You know what I mean? And also, you have to keep in mind that uh, uh, Jojo, Jojo's dad's not around, so he's like a father figure to to him and stuff like that. So, right. you know. And also, I studied a little bit of 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 of, of post World War One and how it led into uh, World War Two. That is part of it in the sense that a lot of the uh, a lot of uh, older uh, German dudes died, you know, in the first war, right? right? So a lot of orphan kids grew up without a father, so they they need a father figure, you know what I mean? And that's what Hitler. They came need in. direction. Yeah, something like that. And Hitler I mean? happened to be the person that gave him direction, even yeah. though it was the and wrong also one. they also the other problem is not only that they also uh, lionized uh, how their fathers died, you know what I mean? How their father fought for Nazi Germany, and it was a shitty thing that happened to them. That the, it that adds they, to the whole national, the nationalism thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good time. I, and and if you guys didn't know, whenever whenever Taika Waititi's Hitler breaks into like this huge, very typical Hitler kind of speech, that was actually taken from real speeches that Hitler did yeah. in real life. Yeah. And my and the way he acted the scene were fantastic. Yeah, great impression of Hitler. That's for sure. Well, that's you know, the impression. <laughs> it he's is. Just, he's just just you know just taking it. He's just making up. He's a buffoon. But yeah. Two He's times. a buffoon, yeah, but the the, the energy, the, the the hand hand waving thing, mm -hmm. the just the, yeah. like you can you can like feel the spit coming out of his yeah, mouth whenever he, he does speeches. He really goes for it. And stuff yeah, like he that. really yeah. he really goes for it. But yeah, in, at heart, it is a movie about Jojo and Elsa, mm -hmm. and I do really like the chemistry that they have. Yeah, and yeah, it's obvious that that Jojo will eventually like fall in love with her, mm -hmm. and I like how they handle that, where she realizes oh, that that is happening, mm -hmm. but she also realizes that yeah, but you're not really. You can't never really. Yeah, it's, a, it's not like love, like you and I would know yeah. how would love. It's just school. It's a uh, schoolboy's crush on, on, yeah. on a uh, older, uh, older lady. They literally zoom into his, stom his stomach and he, he sees butterflies and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, cute. A, a lesser movie would have made this into a romanticized thing. Oh, that's all you right. know, and, but but this movie is smart but enough to only, realize not to go that direction. Yeah, he's only he's only ten or twelve. Yeah, but it's easy and to take. And she's seventeen or eighteen. But around. it's it's easy to romanticize the whole idea and fantasize it, like oh well, when he's older, they're gonna get together, oh, right? And then and, it, and it, you you can kind of see that, like like well, they have nobody else. You think, except, gonna be, you think it's gonna be a flash forward to them when they're like <laughs> purity well, and stuff? Pe like. People who want a sequel yeah. probably think that yeah. way. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I yeah, it's good. It's a good. Movie. My only complaint because we've talked about how great it is and stuff. My only complaint is is actually just. When you compare it to other Taika Waititi movies, especially Hunt for the Wilder People and What We Do in the Shadows, those movies uh, from A to B to C just flowed better. Like in this movie, I like individual scenes. I like individual characters. I like individual moments and stuff like that. But as a whole, for some reason, as beginning, middle, and end, it just doesn't quite – it didn't – It didn't. Tie, it, I wasn't enveloped or I wasn't involved as, as I was in this previous movie. That's my only criticism. You know what I mean? And I can't even – Articulate it as well as I think I should, but but it's just I don't know. There's something very lacking about the f flow of it. Well, I I don't feel the same right. way. I I think it's solid from beginning to end, yeah. but but there is a tonal shift in the middle of the movie yeah. where it's like the first half is more comedy than drama. Mm -hmm. The second half was more drama than comedy. Yeah, I think if anything is gonna lose anybody, it will be that point where mm -hmm. it's like, well, it's not as funny anymore, mm -hmm. you know. But but it's it's got more serious than it has to be, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And and I I think that might be it. And that also, and like for a lot of people, they still can't get over the whole like, 
it's they're they're making fun they're making light of of a tragic time of history kind of thing mm-hmm. so there's that too mm-hmm. and i think it's part of the reason why in rotten tomatoes the score isn't as high as you think it would be because mm-hmm. a lot of critics just can't seem themselves can't find themselves to like this movie because it makes light of nazis and whatnot yeah. it's essentially it's essentially like saying nazis can't be human how dare you humanize them yeah you know so it's like yeah there's that yeah they're, they're, again they're just taking whatever i know They say they they this is not an original idea, but they say you know the fact that you uh, would call it, uh, Nazis themselves, uh, whatever they believe, you just listen to uh, are in, intrinsically funny. You know what I mean? Because the police are ridiculous and stuff like that. The fact that the human the superior race and you know you know that Jews have demon horns is just intrinsically funny. I think the people I'm I'm of the opinion that the only right way to approach Nazis is through humor, actually, because what they believe is ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's yeah. silly. It's also it's, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, it's a cautionary tale because you know this actually happened in real life. And also, like I was mentioning, the tone of the movie—it's not like a literal documentary. It's not like Schindler's List of correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? The tone that strikes—it's—it's it's a fantastical nature. It's a fantastical kind of a film. So I mentioned earlier, there's this cutaway scene where uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's that chick's name? The- No, I forgot her name. Which one are you referring to? If it's not Rebel Wilson, is that yeah, Rebel Wilson? Yeah, oh, Rebel Wilson. Okay. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's a cutaway joke where Rebel Wilson points to a bunch of clones, and you see a bunch right. of clones. Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastical movie, and so it's it's yeah, it's not and it's not somebody's taken seriously like a Schindler's List and stuff like that. It's a it's a it's a satire. And you mentioned uh, Mel Brooks. It doesn't it doesn't quite go up to a Mel Brooks or it's a complete buffoonery and stuff like mm-hmm. breaking the fourth wall. But it's you know it's it's in that spirit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the spirit. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I already. I would you you say A. I would give it a B, B plus, probably a B plus. Okay, yeah, for me it's a solid A, solid A for sure. Uh, and once again, kudos to name, 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 name. Kudos to uh, Roman Griffin Davis and Thomasin Mackenzie. Uh, fantastic acting by the two, two young actors. Yes, those like two actors, like you mentioned, the, those are two actors I'll be looking forward to, uh, looking at, uh, forward to what they do in the future. And yeah, it's not, it's not, like I said, it's no different than Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. Whenever, whenever Jacob Tremblay is involved in a project, I'm like, I, I gotta take a look and see what that's about because mm-hmm. he's he's a really good. Also, no, I mentioned real. Quick, oh, he's his first movie role too. Yes, first movie. Wow, impressive. Oh, also, the very first musical stuff that they do at the beginning of the movie—it's—I mm-hmm. uh, think it was the Beatles, right? And it was a German version of the of, of a Beatles song. The Beatles came after the the uh, the what do you call it? World War II and stuff like that. And it's in Germany. So what I'm saying is, don't take it so literal and serious. I think yeah. the reason why they chose those songs because they have those pop versions, those popular historical uh, versions that are sang in German. Right. And I do like the soundtrack. I like the soundtrack how they made an effort. To get the German version of songs, mm-hmm. uh, so and I think David Bowie had one there. Right. Uh, of, of the Beatles had one there. And also, don't they give like the Beatles credit for bring, bringing down the wall in uh, West? Ber- remember when the wall came down in Berlin and stuff like that? Wasn't it because they uh, they 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 shipped in a lot of Beatles songs? They were, they were really Western. Was that it? Really? Something like that? I don't know. Something like that. maybe yeah. I misremembered. But but, yeah. but if I notice, if I remember correctly, towards the end of the movie, the songs are in English. Are, in are they really? I think I, I think they flipped okay. it. Like in the beginning, it's all the German the, versions. Because right? as the uh, the allies were coming in, maybe that's I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong about that. I'm going to rewatch it. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I, I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Oh, and I'm, so I'm looking at the biography of uh, of uh, Thomason Thomason Mackenzie. Yeah. And yeah, she was in this movie that I saw years ago called Leave No Trace, that also starred um, what's that guy's name? Uh, crap, forgot his name. Hold on, let me look it real quick. I have no idea. It, it Ben Foster. Also, great actor. He, she was the she played the daughter. That's the that's the movie I first noticed her. 
as like, oh, she's a really good actress. Yeah. So yeah, leave no trace if you get a chance to yeah. check it out. Also, did you see that uh, her next movie will be in the next uh, Edgar Wright movie? So she's oh uh, wow okay yeah. So she's uh she's 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 coming up in the world. She's coming up in the world. Yeah. yeah. Good times. And she's also in the the, the 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 Netflix movie that came out recently, The King. Was she really? This is this is Netflix movie, right? Oh, look at we look at yeah. yeah. This is the Netflix movie. Oh okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so cool, 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 cool. cool. Chojo Rabbit, uh, thumbs up. Fantastic movie. I mm-hmm. uh, actually already went and paid for a digital copy for. That, oh, did I think, you really? I think, it's, I think it's coming out in January, but I already paid for it. Yeah. And for some reason, I was already charged for it. I thought you were supposed to wait till it comes out before we get charged, but I already got charged for it. That's, that's okay. okay. I, I want I wanted the movie anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Fant- oh, and shout out to the, the Gestapo scene that stars uh, Stephen Merchant. Yes, that's a fantastic scene. Yeah. Yeah. A, that's a funny ass scene, you know. It's a, it starts off funny, starts off dangerous, and a little twist at the end. Yeah, and and the tension in that scene, mm-hmm. where I can kind of vaguely think Stephen Merchant realized that she's not his sister, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like maybe he really doesn't know. Yeah, but obviously Sam Rockwell did know. Yeah, that part, yeah. that part, I guess. Yeah, he definitely did the, know. the birthday and stuff like that. But what took me by surprise is is her coming out and pretending to be his sister. And stuff yeah, like it that. seemed like she didn't need to do that. Yeah. Well, I think they would have found her. Oh, it, no, no. It seems, it seems like they were going through the rooms pretty thoroughly. Because the, yeah. the, the whole knife thing, right? Because yeah. uh, he lost the Nazi knife or yeah. whatever. And, and she had it. And that's the reason why she came out. Mm-hmm. I think they could have, I think they didn't need to go that far. Mm-hmm. But, but that, that's kind of like, yeah. you know, like a little bit of manipulation to the plot. Sure. But, but it worked. We worked well for it's the tension. You know, it, it also solidifies the fact that Sam Rockwell's character is an actual good guy. He's like, right. he's almost like a Schindler's List kind of guy kind of mm-hmm. thing. Right. I mean, the Americans were going to kill a boy. Yeah, they would yeah, <laughs> so, shoot, shoot the kid, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Just for wearing, just for wearing a jacket. Just yeah. for wearing a jacket, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent movie. Excellent movie. Loved it so much. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 100, 263 uh, of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Network. <laughs>